Hey there, badass. This is Katrina Ruth here from The Katrina Ruth Show, and I'm so excited to welcome you today to another episode of the podcast. I would love to hear your feedback, thoughts, and suggestions, or anything that comes up for you from listening to this. If you'd like to connect with me deeper, please continue to listen, but also go on over to Facebook and join my free Facebook group, The Daily Ask Kickery for Revolutionary Fucking Leaders. It is full of incredible badass entrepreneurs and success-minded individuals like you, as well as a lot of random shenanigans type stuff and inspirational posts, business support, business advice, and more personal things from yours truly. I'll see you on the other side of the podcast. And don't forget, life is now. Press play. Well, I was always supposed to be a lawyer, actually, and that was kind of the life pathway as I was growing up. It was so much the life pathway that was planned for me that I lived with, my whole family lived in Germany when I was in my teens for my dad's work. We're not German, but we lived there. And we moved back here to Australia when I was 16 purely so that I could complete high school in Australia in order to get into law in Australia. Like it was kind of all around me. And so then I got the grades for that at all and all and I got in and then literally like I think a week or so after attending university, I just knew I'm not going to do this. I just like that thing inside of me was just, you know, it's that part that women and men like us have where it's like you can't make, at a certain point you cannot make yourself do it no matter how much you think the cost is going to be if it doesn't come from soul. And, of course, I didn't understand all of that at the time. And so I was terrified and I just thought I'm, like, completely, give, like, ruining my life and, like, flaking out on life and, and my whole life and even, like, the direction of my family and all my siblings was about me becoming a lawyer. So it was a huge big deal. The thing is, though, the other, the other part of me the whole time I'd been growing up, I knew... I'm going to do what I do now. Like I read my first Tony Robbins book when I was about 10 or 11 years old and I started to read all the personal development books from my dad's bookshelf in his office. And I just found my way there. And I remember being 10 or 11 and reading these different books and just thinking to myself, well, that's what I'm going to do. And it wasn't even like a plan at all. It was like this thing in my subconscious mind that just knew. But I guess I'd kind of forgotten about that or it felt like too mystical or surreal or whatever. So when I decided to quit law, I didn't want to tell my parents, so I kept going to university and I was just like giving students facials out of the health food store on the campus, which I was completely unqualified to do. But I talked to the health food store at um, Monash University in Melbourne into letting me put a sign up, which is like one of our major unis. (laughs) And the sign was like stress relief for for students, $50.00. And I brought in all my Jolique skincare products from home, my own ones, and like bought some extra face washes. And I would just give these patients. So then mum and dad thought I'm still going to uni and I was just hustling. <laughs> so I'm just giving you like a little bit of the background of being that person who has always, I guess, known how to make money. And I, I have always had that inside of me. Like the whole way through I was growing up, I was, I, I had clubs where people were paying me a club membership and I would make them do weird initiations from when I was like seven or eight years old, which is basically what I still do today. It's just that it's with grown-ups adults now. So it was always like, there was always that side of me that was finding her way as an entrepreneur and it was just in the blood and all. But the other big love that I'd had my whole life was writing. And sometimes when I wasn't thinking I'm going to be a lawyer, I thought maybe I'll be a journalist, maybe I'll be a writer. It seemed like an, an amazing romantic sort of idea to be a writer. So after I stopped uni and eventually obviously told my parents and all and and then I just took off back to Europe and just was like doing the thing of being 20 and you go to Europe or whatever 
And I gained a bit of weight, came back, and because of the weight, I was like, well, I'm going to start being serious about the gym. I'll start going to the gym quite a lot. And then I just kind of accidentally became a personal trainer because I was at the gym all the time and I loved fitness and I saw that you could make good money doing that. So I found my way into personal training. I was great at it. I was like the youngest trainer on the team. I was the only female. There were 10 other trainers. They were all men. They were all older than me. And I was making more money for the club and for myself than all other 10 trainers put together. So again, it was like, yeah, I know how to make money. I know how to sell. Um, What I didn't know how to do was to back myself in being me. And so that was kind of the journey. And how I came online, um, unlike a lot of people today, I didn't come online to try and start an online business. I had never even heard of online marketing. I didn't, you know, no, no, this industry was not a thing. This was in 2006. I really just started a little blog to support my personal training business. And then I fell back in love with writing. But it was all about the physical personal training business. Like, oh, maybe this will help me get some corporate gigs and like in-house seminars and that sort of thing, which it did. Um, But then I gradually started to learn about information products. And long story short, about three years after I'd first been blogging online and really just falling in love with writing and, you know, remembering who I was, then I launched my first information product, which was an ebook called Secrets of Lasting Weight Loss Revealed. Um, It took me 26 months to create that first online product, which is so funny because now it will take me like 26 minutes maybe to launch a product. Um, And the day I launched it, after 26 months, I made 11 sales, which was $407. And it was like everything. It was everything to me. I can still remember standing in my kitchen at the time and seeing, you know, on my laptop or whatever that I'd made $407 and I'd made these 11 sales. And, you know, some people might think, oh my God, like 26 months and you made 400 bucks. But what I thought in that moment, I stood there and I was just like, I saw the future. I saw the possibilities unlocked, which I guess I'd already sort of known by that time. I've heard a little bit of, yeah, you can make money on this internet thing. But it all just opened up for me and I just thought to myself, well, if I can make $407, I can make $400,000, million, $400 I haven't made that yet. But it, it was just so clear. And so I just kind of clicked into that next level identity. And, yeah, gradually over time I just started making these little info products and I still hadn't heard of internet marketing. There were no business coaches to be found. Like I tried to find somebody that I could hire as a business coach to help me. Couldn't find anyone. Like imagine, right? It's just not a thing anymore. But it was different back then and all I really did was just have conversations with the very small audience that I had at the time and just like email with people and interact and listen to how I could help them. And then I would just create these really like rough DIY little info products, which were really just PDF downloads and that sort of thing that I would email out. And bit by bit, I kind of, like this going to sound a bit weird, but I kind of accidentally built that business to multi six figures per year before I even really noticed what was happening. I was so just in the flow of, I'm just like listening to people and helping people. And I was having a lot of fun and I was being quite a polarizing, controversial voice in the fitness industry at the time. And so that was kind of fun. Shocking, I know, just messing with people. Um, but yeah, I wasn't trying to build a business. It wasn't until after I'd already started consistently doing 30 to 35K months and I'd been doing that for a while and then I sat down and did all my books and my numbers, which hadn't been managing very well at the time, and then I realized how much money I was making and then I was like, whoa, shit, like I should learn how to do this properly if I fluked how to do it. I need to improve now. I need to do it properly. I need to be like the other entrepreneurs and 
shit, how did I get to this point without even knowing what I'm doing? Fuck, I better go figure out what I'm doing before this whole thing falls apart. And that's when I then actively started, yeah, seeking advice that really didn't align for me. But the only way that I found that out, obviously, was by going through it. And then you kind of get to a point with various learnings along the way where you're listening to people, whether you're following them online or you're actually working with them or whatever. And there's that part of you that's kind of like, yeah, I don't think so. Like, I just don't actually think that you know what you're talking about for me. Like, they might know what they're talking about. They might be amazing. I only hired amazing, successful people, right? There was never an integrity issue. I'm definitely not suggesting that. But it was that part of me that gets to, shit, I don't think you know what you're talking about for me. I think I know better than you and better than anyone in the world even though I'm not there yet where you are, you know, I wasn't at the time, you'd get that like kind of sneaking suspicion that just builds up over time like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know better than you what's right for me. And really, and everyone has this, and really it just comes down though to whether or not you're going to back yourself on that because my mentors at the time literally said to me, you're wrong. Like I would tell them what I wanted to do. This happened multiple times with different mentors, so I guess that's what I was reflecting at the time and I needed to learn. But... I would over and over again be told, no, you're wrong. Oh, that's cute, cat, but no, that's not going to work. And I would be like, oh, okay. But then eventually it made me strong and eventually I got to essentially a fuck all of you point, which was really me just finally being fed up with myself and going, okay, that's it. From this moment forward, this is what I'm going to do. And that's what happened. Like I can remember the actual day and the moment. It was like late 2013. I'd already made total well over a million dollars online, but I'd gone through this extreme year that year with a scary pregnancy where I lived in hospital for most of the year. They told me I was going to die and that if I didn't die, I'll lose my uterus and my bladder. It was like full on. I had a very rare condition during pregnancy. And then on top of it, I was doing all this sales stuff that just wasn't lighting me up, but I thought I need to do it and I'm a hard worker, so I'll do it. So I literally was sitting in the hospital, like strapped up to devices doing sales calls and, and running webinars and like hustling. Like, like it kind of saved me really. It's not like I want to sit there watching Oprah or something. So that's fine. But I got to the end of all of this period of just going against soul, going against soul, going against soul and not really fully understanding that that's what I was doing. And then the baby came along and none of the scary stuff happened. It was truly a manifestation miracle, which is a whole separate story. Um, but it's the most amazing manifestation miracle of my life. And it just lifted the weight and all of a sudden it was so clear to me and I just stood there in the nursery and I was like, I will never ever again write or speak or sell anything that is not 100% just what I want to do. And I said to my husband at the time, give me three months, like not that it was up to him, but this is just what I said, like three months I'm going to go all in on just writing and saying what I want to say and only selling what I want to sell. I'm cancelling everything. I shut my whole business down. I literally like walked away from a business that was nearly making a million dollars a year at that point. And I said to him, if I can't make money doing what I really want to do and just following, yeah, I don't think I said following my soul, but whatever I said like that, then I'll just go back to personal training because I can always make 5K a week easy in the gym as a personal trainer or more really with apprentices and so on. And so it really was a line in the sand moment. But the other thing that I said to myself, which I think is important for people to understand is in that moment, I said to myself in my head, and if it doesn't work, 
if I don't make the money doing that, yeah, I'll go back to the gym. That's fine. I know how to make money in the gym. But I will, nonetheless, I will write and speak what I'm meant to write and speak till the day I die, even if I never make another cent from it. And I really meant it. And it's like an expression that I say to people or I've written it in my blogs a few times, something like, are you willing to give your life for the thing that your life was given to you for? And I think it's huge for people to go into that surrender and to go out of attachment of how do I make money online? How do I build my business? How do I get seen more? How do I get followed more? It's not bad or wrong to ask those questions. And I definitely have strategies and processes in place around those things, but they all followed soul. It was, it was, I literally had to like give my life for this thing inside of me. And when I did that, it was like, I unlocked like, oh, like the heavens opened and I'm not kidding. Within a matter of weeks, my business just blew up and you know, I've had ups and downs obviously since then, but within six months of that day, I was doing 50 K months within eight months. I did my first 80 K month, 10 months later, I did my first hundred K month. Nine months after that, I did my first 200K month. And since then, my business does anywhere between 300 and 450K month every single month, right? So I just think, okay, yeah, I know a lot. I can teach a lot of different stuff on sales and marketing. I definitely know all the ins and outs of online business, but that is the real secret. It's been so great to have you here for another episode of the Katrina Ruth Show podcast. I would love to hear from you if this spoke to you or if there's anything you'd like to give me as a feedback or suggestion or just share what came up for you. Please do connect with me over on Facebook. Go check out my website at thekatrinaruthshow.com. And if you really got a lot out of this episode, I'd love if you would share with your friends or maybe even leave me a review here on iTunes. Have an amazing rest of the day. Remember that what you feel inside of you is real and it is available for you now. Don't forget, life is now. Press play.